the Blackcast. Here we are. It's a slightly cloudy, overcast Friday morning here on the Blackcast. I'm joined by my friends Will Sterling. Hey, Will. Hi, Christian. Hey. Hey. Thanks so much for being here today. You're welcome. Merry Christmas. Yeah. This is a part of our pledge drive. Okay. So if you'd like to become a member of the Blackcast, yes. you can uh, tweet some money at Blackcast, B L A T T C A. ST. And Christian, yeah. I'm really excited to share my recipe for people for sweaty balls. <laughs> yeah, it's neat. It's a great recipe for the holidays. It's fun. Uh, speaking of sweaty balls, over on the other side of the desk, it is the one that they call uh, Admiral EO. Have you been promoted? It's a trap. <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it is indeed. <laughs> yeah, it is, a, it is indeed a trap. It is indeed a trap. Yeah. It's a trap house. Uh, Will it's Sterling's on Twitter at Will Sterling underscore. Uh, Jeff, are you on Twitter? I never see you anymore. <laughs> Not sure. Good question. <laughs> if a tweet falls in the woods and no one's there to read it, does it make a sound? It's probably on my account. Probably on your account. And driving two plus hours from the Palm Springs area, our friend Jeff Winstead, creator of The Alternate, and also his work adorns many Lone Rider beers, which uh, I'm sorry, I did not bring any for this uh, early morning. It's a little early. Early morning. Uh, Will, Will would say, actually, <laughs> in terms of in relation to midnight, it's yeah. a little late. It's honestly, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'd have to stop right now. Either keep going <laughs> yeah, or stop. Uh, and uh, as I referenced in the intro, uh, we got started uh, just after it was a quarter after eight in the morning. I feel like we're being extra quiet because Dave is. Here. Yeah, that's why I started that way. Oh, okay. Yeah, and you know, we'll, you talk we'll go, we'll go, we'll go into us. But the the, yeah. the bit was that we it was like an NPR morning show. I like it. Yeah, and you you jumped right in with the sweaty balls, which I appreciate. You can always count on Will. You can always count on me for my sweaty balls, Christian. And we we've never recorded this early before. Uh, even because after even the, during the radio show, because we would always have to start after, after 10. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and at after buzz, uh, we, I think when they used to be open a little earlier, we'd meet, I would never say like, Hey, let's meet before 10. You know, it was usually like 10, 10, 10 30. Yeah. yeah. 10 thereabouts. So, uh, yeah. So this is the, this is a record breaking podcast and it's all my fault basically. Well, it is. Yeah, it is. I uh, threw a wrench in many a plan. Yeah, you but, sure did. Uh, you know, combination of factors. Yeah, I made it, made, I made it work though. Yeah, uh, we all made it work. But yes, you uh, are the one who had to make it work because we have to record at your home. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, Jeff, you were. Let's talk about what the original plan was. Wait, we. Yeah, I, we, I, Jeff too. Yeah, I was like, yeah all, uh, Jeff, Jeff oh, yeah, too. Jeff, we, you we, just call me EO today. We, we do have Jeffs on Infinite Earths, and that's definitely going to be a problem, but. Jeff Winstead uh, was the original plan was head into town. We're gonna all go see uh, Aquaman together. Maybe at like nine a.m. You know, head on over, head on over to After Buzz and record afterwards. And there were uh, monkey wrenches in uh, each of those things. One, Will had to be in studio uh, in a little bit, a little later. Uh, it turns out After Buzz is closed today, <laughs> so uh, that wasn't even a well. Who needs Will? Uh, but. To Jeff Winstead's uh, estimation, uh, we couldn't really do this without Will. But you needed Will to be a part this of this conversation just because we're talking about Aquaman today. Yeah, the movie. Um, we'll also talk about the character. This is how Will and I bond. Yeah. So, how, how much difference 
a day makes. Just yesterday, we had a podcast about how Will may or may not be a figment of my imagination. <laughs> and now he's a quintessential part of making this podcast happen. Or is he still actually Tyler Durden? That and... actually only belies what's currently happening, which is you'll never hear Will and I at the same time today. <laughs> That's a really great point. That's correct. <laughs> That's a great Will impression, Jeff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, EO. So because it's a it's about Aquaman and because Jeff Winstead didn't want to drive two plus hours from Palm Springs just to have me make variations on the joke of, oh, I see. He's just a wannabe Prince Namor. I got it. I got it. Which he is wants so to- funny to me that that's the joke you keep making when yeah, Prince Namor is clearly the dumber yes. character. Yes. No, no, but that's actually why I do it. That is the joke. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the joke. Like, because, like- because there's so many dumb arguments online <laughs> that people make that are not quite that. Yeah. But that one is like, well, and, and by the way, obviously... He did not come first. <laughs> Prince Namor? Namor yeah. No. Yeah. By no stretch of the imagination. Right. And I, I have to admit that I do kind of like the wings on his feet. But other than that, <laughs> you know. Flash has got and, him on his and he's And he's ripped, you know. I mean, they're both ripped. Y- well, yeah, that's true. They are both ripped. So, you know. Is that why they both are... I was going to say, the only reason why this might have been a Prince Namor movie was because the amount of times Jason Momoa had his shirt off. That's a great point. That is a great point. I mean, you worked that hard. You don't I mean, really want to yeah. wear any clothes. It was probably like, uh, you know, his rate doubled if you made him wear a shirt. So right. like the later part of the movie, he's like, all right, you got to pay me a lot more yeah, for the last act. Heavy ass costume. Yeah. This is sort of my thing. He actually would have made a more appropriate Namor anyway, just from his look. That's a great point. So yeah. Uh, but... And that's why Will had to be here because yes. Will is an Aquaman fan. I am. And I, I'll look. I'm going to say the the same thing I said after the movie. This movie was fun, but we all know that the real Aquaman was the great movie that Vinny Chase did about ten years ago. Correct. Uh, I believe his uh, agent Ari Gold was a producer on it. Yeah. And I don't know what E did on it, but you know he probably got a producer credit. And Turtle, I think, was just a hype man. Yeah. 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 Uh, let me just skip ahead to what my favorite part of the movie was. <laughs> oh, okay. Well then, whoa. Well then, we're gonna have to. Dave, just like I just see one ear perked up. Uh, well then, we're gonna have to officially put down the spoiler curtain right now. Yeah, this because is if for some reason you're movie. Okay, great. I liked that the lighthouse was in Maine because they had a Bruins little flag yeah. in the in the thing that I totally caught that I was like pointing out to Natasha when the I guess this is a little thing when like the troopers came to take Atla yeah I was like hey there's a little Bruins pendant right there <laughs> because it's Maine yeah. yeah and then they went to the Boston Aquarium and I was like huh. Huh? That's from where I'm from. And you're like, from. hey, hey, Natasha, we're going to be in that area. We're not going to go do the. We're not going to go to that lighthouse, which Definitely is probably not going which to is lighthouse. probably not real, by the way. Like that lighthouse is probably not that in Maine. specific lighthouse. Probably is definitely not in Maine, but yeah. it's not like... There's definitely lighthouses in Maine. I can attest to that, personally. Mm, sounds like big news. Uh, <laughs> sorry for all those spoilers there in that conversation, by the way. Yeah. Uh, Forget that kind of minutia. My favorite part was the Roy Orbison song that was used. Oh, <laughs> funny you mention it. The Roy Orbison song will come up in a little bit. Uh, this is the, the true and ultimate spoiler of the movie. Maine actually used to be part of Massachusetts. Wait, you just blew my mind. Really? Yeah, that all used to be Massachusetts. Until it was split. Well, what happened to you, kid? Where'd all, where'd all your state go? Not telling. <laughs> Earthquake. Yeah. I like a state with a big mass. Oh, <laughs> uh, see, you didn't let me bring the bell because it scares Dave. Ding. You'll just say it out loud. <laughs> Ding. Ding. Uh, all right. Well, Jeff Wynn said you drove all this way. I did. So your expectations going in 
what were your expectations for this portrayal of Aquaman, say, after Justice League, which I assume you saw for the first time, like, you know, a few weeks ago yeah, when it was on much, digitally? Yeah. First, let me correct the record on one thing. Namor predates Aquaman in creation. By oh, because he was in World War II. He's a timely comic. I I, you know uh, what? So creation. there you go. So uh, all right. Th- you, wow. you see what he just did? He just he just fed a beast that didn't exist. All I yeah. wanted to do was like tout DC doing things first. Yeah. Simpsons I just assumed- did it. Yeah, Jeff Winstead disproves it. You know that makes perfect sense because yeah, he was. Uh, I think you know, basically every timely, which eventually became Marvel, every superhero from that point has at least one picture of them punching Hitler in the face. Great. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to see if I can find a good Namor <laughs> punching Hitler. You can find those for Aquaman too, but I, my 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 love of DC is so. Uh, confident that I have no problem you have no problem saying yeah, yeah. When, when credits do you yeah. belong in the scum so. bucket chum <laughs> <laughs> do you think do you think there are like there were German comics of like a Nazi hero punching like Harry S. Truman in the face yeah but he, he put a spoke in his wheelchair you know <laughs> what I'm just saying that's what happened so Jeff yes. Winstead yes. sorry <laughs> I'm gonna have to get used to that uh, one day we'll do a show where there's a third guy named Jeff. It'll just be fun. Yeah. And I don't know any others. Actually, I do. Jeff Graham at Afterbus. See, I just just solved it right now. <laughs> anyway, uh, so your expectations going in and just overall broad thoughts on the movie. Expectations were frankly low based on what we've had with the DC uh, Universe movies so far. Fair. So it was good. Um, broad thoughts of the movie. So Christian and Jeff, you guys are both from the Northeast. And so you're familiar with the concept of black ice. So sure. If you're driving in the wintertime and it freezes on the asphalt. You, you sort of, you have to be careful when you're driving. If the DC universe is black ice, the DC movies, this movie was the oversteer correction in the skid. So it was uh, at times hokey. Sure. It was fun. Yeah. Uh, but maybe a little bit over much of a course correction for the, for the brand. Well, do you feel like because it is... Aquaman, you definitely have to like look, this is this one that you can't be so seriously like that. You know, Will always gets mad that I reference that there was a, allegedly not true, but allegedly there was a memo that there were supposed to be no jokes no in jokes. these movies. I love that. There are plenty of jokes. In <laughs> no this jokes. Movie. Yeah. yeah, I yeah. just love yeah. seeing like Kevin Sujihara come in and be like, "Guys, we're not doing any fucking jokes." <laughs> yeah. It's like, wait, that was almost a joke. We got to reshoot that. Uh, that I imagine that there was just like some old Japanese guy. Just any time they started to like write a joke into the script, it would just shake his head like, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, the quality of the jokes, and that's another question. I, I think some of them were funny. I think he's very funny uh, in it, and I think that that's really the – I don't I think that's the way that you had to play it. I like that he's, he's dumb because I don't think that – I, I'm not as familiar with the character. It never struck me as dumb. No. You know? So it's an it's an interest it's a choice. Let's yes. put it that way. But when he looks like that, you're like, Yeah, I buy, I buy it, you know? And, and those he's like, jokes he's not, actually worked the best. And he's not so dumb because he apparently knew about history. He's like, Yeah, watch this. I'm gonna I I know who Romulus was. <laughs> you what do you know, fish girl? So uh yeah. I think I it th- makes him more relatable, right? Yeah, because we're all dumb. Well, you think the two other like really major characters? Uh, well, so you got Wonder Woman, and she doesn't have to play dumb because she gets to play. Well, it's a whole new world, right? Like you're not dumb for not understanding what's going on because you're from Themyscira, where nothing, none of this exists. Yeah. So with Jason Momoa, it seems more like you know they wanted him to also be able to have that kind of like silly innocence to make those like. Uh, more levity, whatever moments, because you definitely had none of that with Superman. 
and you definitely have none of that with Batman. And if you try to, oh, actually, you had that with Batman, and that's what fucked up Justice League. Ugh. It was just like, no, keep Batman serious. Superman can be pretty serious. These other two, those are the ones you can have fun with because it's like they're ludicrous. Everybody's ludicrous, but it's like you have an Amazonian and an Atlantean, like two yeah. things that are they don't even need to exist in your universe and they would be as silly as they it, seem it's, now. To me, it's why they managed to make Thor work, who was a character that I didn't think they could make work. He's not particularly funny in the comics. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, in what, 70 years, he's probably had like three jokes. And one of them was him turning into a frog. So I think you need to make that. Well, yeah, that's true. And I'm sorry for all the frogs listening, but uh, that's, you know, that's not what he meant. He was. Chris Jones, you're insulting my people. Uh, And yeah, it seems like that's the way to do it. Also, because of the fact that heading into it, you know, Look, obviously, Aquaman was a little bit of a joke, mostly because of, not because of, but, you know, that it's referenced, it's the choice in Entourage that Vinny plays Aquaman because it's supposed to be ridiculous. And what I liked about, that those were the Rebirth comics that you loaned me that I know I still haven't returned. So uh, they sort of addressed that in those comics, which I thought was interesting, yeah. you know, that, uh, that it's, I, they even say some of the things in there that like, yeah, I know people think, and I don't, I don't remember the, right. the verbiage, but so I think it's like, they're like, yeah, we got it. We know what people think of Aquaman, but yeah. let's show you what he can do. You know, rebooting the characters in some, like so many different times also gives DC like the ability to like, be like, let's, Let's talk about these things specifically and yeah, tell you true. that yeah. now it's working a little differently. Like even in, uh, like I mean, they've just done that so many times throughout history that uh, it, I don't know. It gives like even now, like where the story has gone, he's lost his memory, and it's like they're explaining again how he can talk to fish. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And, and that's the ultimate gag of the books is the oh he talks to fish. Yeah. Which the movie I will say did a great job of making that seem awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was pretty pretty cool. Yeah, because he talked to like big sea creatures. Right. He's not just, uh, you know, like speaking to a, a goldfish. Like, but why are you in this this square box? Oh, great. Yeah. Why are you in this square box? Yeah. Well, that was one of the things that it seemed like they kind of didn't want to get too deep into the whole idea that he's the only Atlantean that could speak to fish because it was like, Everybody else was doing stuff with fish that seemed like oh, you can't communicate with those sharks, yet you're telling them what to do, like as though they're a horse. Like, uh, I'm just saying it, right? That part seemed a little like a bit of a stretch to, to imagine that Aquaman's the only one who can talk to fish, but you have an entire culture based around these people doing like using fish as like work animals, right? They never really explained that, and characters had. Uh, like Mira in particular asked, oh, you can do that? He's like, yeah. And then that was pretty much all that was mentioned about it. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think that they definitely, the things that he can do, they were like, well, that's that's pretty cool. You know, like, wow, look how fast he swims and, you know, uh, all that. This is before he's uh, fully Aquamaned out. And yeah, I think that the general consensus and we'll go around to uh, the other guys is that it, it was fun. Now, Will, you've seen it twice. And because this is your I saw house, the Amazon Prime early screening last week, and uh, you got some free merch from what I understand. I did. I got a water bottle that's somewhere in my car. Okay. I got a bag, mm-hmm. like a reusable grocery type bag, like an Aquaman like bag. A tote. So yeah. you can go shopping and put your mm-hmm. produce put in the Aquaman bag. Yes. Aquaman oh, just bag. all your fish. Yeah. All the fish. Yeah. Seaweed, Great. exactly. And I got uh, a comic book, <laughs> issue number one of Aquaman, the Jeff Johns story from New Fifty Two 
which was folded and bent and wrapped around the water bottle box. Mm. But it's fine because New 52 is trash. I was going to say, because it's anyway. New 52, is that the the right treatment Correct. for that issue? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> actually, I heard that Jeff John's run on Aquaman for the New 52 is actually pretty good, but I haven't read that. You, you weren't reading any New 52, I was right? not. I was very upset with DC at the time. You're, those you're, were my dark years. You're, That's you're, interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. So you're that, strictly cut off years as well. You're strictly yeah, okay. an old 52 guy. I was, yeah, pre yeah. 52. And now, and, and now you're new. And you're recorrect. And, and now you're newer 52. <laughs> yeah, Newest 52. Yeah. 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 There's, uh, a lot to, there's a lot to keep up with. I'll tell you. And now Wally me. West is dead. So nothing. Wait, is he really? Anymore. Yep. <laughs> so you're, are you done reading everything? No, it's I'm, a different podcast. I'm, I'm waiting. To, yeah, it's definitely a different podcast. Jeff's like, oh God, let's not go down that rabbit hole. I know how much he loves Wally. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm optimistic. I don't think he's going to stay that way, but uh, he's dead right now. Well, if this were a different podcast, I would say, well, who cares that Wally's dead? You still have Barry, right? Yeah, we yeah. don't, we don't yeah. have that conversation. We don't have that kind of time. But this is not, like Jeff said, it's a different, that's a different, a different podcast. podcast. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Jeff Duray, Captain EO, your thoughts on Aquaman. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, you know, I was kind of letting it ruminate last night. I I thought the visuals were fantastic. But you know, we said yes. that right off the bat. Um, I thought they did such a great job with the effects. Uh, I agree that you know the battles in this were very epic. It seemed like you know they've shown us little bits of battle in in previous DC films, but. I think this one was like by far the most ambitious, yeah. right? Because it was like that battle that they showed with Steppenwolf, but they actually showed the battle, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, it's it's a good point. And, and, you know, Will, you were talking after we saw it that it is just crazy, all the I, things that are the happening. The way I describe it is it is a, literally an insane movie. Yeah, yeah. because yeah. it's like, oh, they're riding sharks. And, yeah. you know, and I honestly, watching it the second time, now I had a little whiskey as well mm-hmm. but sometimes i get more cynical when i'm drunk yeah the second time i was like i fucking love this movie so this movie's so awesome i was like yeah and they get the fucking map and they go to the thing like i was like way so less you're, critical you're not only recommending that people see it but that when they see it they have some whiskey uh it, it can help it can help but there because there are plenty of groan worthy moments slash eye rolling moments yeah. but uh just God, Patrick Wilson. I will. I want to marry Patrick he Wilson. He is awesome in the movie. He's that's, so that's, fucking good. And for a guy who has to, a character who has to deliver a lot of bad lines. Oh man, he does a great job. Yes. He well, he and has his costume design. I was going to say he has everything. He has a lot of bad lines. He has a lot of silly looking helmets to put on and things. And you have to really, you have to be all in in that part. You know, you can't just be like, you can't like wink at the camera like, right? right? I mean, me with this hat. <laughs> what is this? You gotta own it. <laughs> Although I, kind, well, that would be kind of amazing actually. It's like. You know, if it was just all like John Krasinski mugging to the camera in the office, like, look at this. Ah! What were you going to I would actually love that. Just like Patrick Wilson, <laughs> like, I'm Ocean Master and just looks at the camera. like <laughs> He's like, it's living. <clears throat> uh, so speaking of eye rolling grown moments, we did see the film with Agent Romanoff, uh, mm-hmm. Jeff's girlfriend, who... Laughed a few times when it was not a laugh-worthy moment. And Will was like, what? But the funny thing is, is that each time she did it, I'm like, if yeah. if my wife Heather was here, she she would have laughed at that same thing. And there would have been a couple of laughs. There would have been some, and then, oh, come on. There would have been a few of those, you know? And some of the, it would mostly be heavy-handed dialogue, I yeah. think, which was on was not on short supply. Uh, it was as plentiful as the oceans. But... Yeah. It, it to me it didn't 
it didn't like derail the movie, you know, it yeah. didn't even like ruin a scene. You know, it's nothing is Hayden Christensen and Natalie Portman at Lake Como talking about their love for each other. Nothing will ever, no. for me, I can't imagine seeing a worse written interaction in like a major studio film, at least, uh, than that. Nothing will ever make me feel like that. And that's not, it's not a good feeling in case you're wondering. <laughs> good yeah. references. Django Fett is in this movie. Django Fett is, oh, is, is Django Fett uh, his dad? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Oh. I didn't realize because they all look alike. Because it's a clone joke, all right? Just, all right? Whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. <laughs> what? They're clones. That's the whole point. Racist um, against Samoans now, eh? I mean, I Actually, think... he's probably New Zealander, huh? Because he has got the accent. Yeah, right, exactly. So now I'm the racist. Yeah, <laughs> and you were so excited that he was from Maine. Um, <laughs> but... Is it safe to say that uh, Natasha didn't particularly enjoy the film? No, she liked it. She had fun. She had but, fun. No, but, I, I don't think she disliked it. I think it was just like specifically the biggest one was <laughs> probably the cheesiest fucking line of the movie. It's like, to be fair, it's not a, what's greater than a king, a hero. Yeah. It's yeah. like, okay, just <laughs> all right. You slow can, your roll here. You can write that down yeah. in a right. comic, but you can't say it out loud. Yeah. Read this yeah. stuff to yourself. Yeah. I actually missed that the first time around. Didn't really like clock that line for some reason. Yeah. And uh, hearing it the second time, Natasha laughed. That's one that's one of the moments I leaned over and said, Don't laugh. <laughs> this is very serious. <laughs> He's about to get the fucking trident and put the suit on. It's like this, yeah, it's like this this is the this, this is, is go the time. moment. Julie Andrews is about to talk to him as a giant monster. <laughs> Wait, Julie Andrews was the giant monster? Yeah. yeah. She was the voice I of the giant she was, monster. I thought she was Mary Poppins. Huh. She is Mary Poppins. Well, well, not anymore. <laughs> I mean, debatable. Mary Poppins is a giant monster. So um, they replaced I, Emily with her. I Blunt. mean, uh, just because her face looks like Emily Blunt doesn't mean she's not a giant monster. Did you ever see the horror version, the recut Mary Poppins, and so it looks like a horror film? Oh, I have yeah. seen that. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so uh, there were, were you going to say something? I was going to say my biggest issue with the film. Mm -hmm. uh, I think there was a real severe lack of sea shanties sung by Black Manta. I mean, if mm. you're a pirate, you better be singing some shanties. It's a really good point. And, uh, well... Before we talk about Black Manta, uh, early, <laughs> early on in the, uh, early on in the, early on in the, in the movie when he would do stuff, it's funny because we've talked about how like the, the Wonder Woman theme is really well done and really moving. And when they first use it in Batman vs Superman, you're like, uh huh. Yeah. Yep. That's what we wanted. Yeah. And it was like they tried to give him sort of like a little like guitar thing whenever he did something. And I was like, all right, they need to stop doing this. Things on the submarine. Like you just you see him, he makes a face or he throws somebody. And it's yeah. like, Wah! it's basically like if you watched on the, the the Tonight Show, Kevin Eubanks, the band leader, whenever Leno would make a joke, it was like, he'd play a little bit of the theme song. That was like part of getting the audience to laugh. And I was just like, this is really not doing it for me. This is taking me out of what is a pretty cool scene, actually. The entire sequence at the beginning was basically an 80s action sequence. Are you I mean, sure it wasn't the music of the Wild Stallions? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You might be onto something. It might be that. It is a bass guitar, uh -huh. not a screaming, like... Thing. All right, so it was Gene Simmons. I've listened to that score many times now, obviously. You've listened so. to the Aquaman score. Yes, and that's, that's very infrequently used. But only kind no, of but they that. used it it's several times up top in and the I, beginning, yeah. and yeah. I was like, "This is going to get old." I but. think to try to show you, like, he's cool and kind of funny, yeah, yeah. exactly. And yeah. then it's like, okay, he wears jeans and not a shirt. They should have used a fish song. Mm. And again, I don't have the bell. Like, like, like songs that fish orchestrate. P H I S. It's a band. Yeah, 
That's the uh, I, I got it. The ska it's, band, yeah. real uh, big fish. No, they're not really real no, big fish. Real big fish. Yeah, that's true. You could use either one. Um, yeah. So, uh, but I mean, he's introduced well. I like that it's an action sequence. Yeah, that's that was cool. And um, it it does it does introduce Black Manta. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm just I'm just not feeling any of it. Uh, he's a pussy and I know you're not supposed to call people that anymore because that's uh, whatever, but you're just like, Nope, no, this is not a good adversary for somebody as badass as Aquaman. It's true. You know, they wasted and, the character. He did not even need to be in the movie. They, they, uh, oh, I definitely agree him. with that Yeah, because, uh, I, 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 I would have enjoyed the movie more yeah, without him in it. Yeah. What I'm saying is the movie was overstuffed as it yes. was. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 Him the movie. I love the character from the comics. Mm-hmm. For those that don't know, he, in a different continuity, kills Aquaman's son. So in a sense, he's a, he's the arch nemesis of Aquaman. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's totally wasted here on the flick. Yeah. yeah and well, he's obviously going to be in the next one, which I'm sure they will make. Well, yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. 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 Because I think when they're putting it together at this point, they're very gun shy. They're well, like, hey, is there going to be a next one? Because they never know anymore. Randall Park was cast way late. Oh, yeah. So they shot that last scene probably like. Yesterday, know, maybe four months oh, ago. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I yeah. suspect they shot. Do you suspect they shot that after they decided not to tie it into the like having Deathstroke sweep in and Probably. grab him for Lex Luthor's Legion? Legion oh, was that yeah. was that an actual well, plan that, for the end it, of the? They, maybe I don't know if they even I, really I knew know, what they were doing. Yeah, I, I suspected. I stayed to watch. I usually don't even watch the Stingers. They mostly are suck. Yeah, but I, I did w- say to watch that one because yeah. I was curious to see because if they show Deathstroke and Lex Luthor like, like they did in Justice League, yeah. then that tells me that they're going to continue. still committed to that. Yeah, con- with the DCU, this yeah. tells me they're not committed to. The no, yeah, not. I think you know we all know the concept of the back burner. Uh, the rest of the DC. EU or just DCU is uh, it's sort of like if you go into the kitchen where the stove is and then you go down the stairs to the back into the apartment that's underneath us and at the back of that stove there's actually a little pantry it's a secret passageway and there's a, another oven on the side of that that's the stove that they have you know some of these movies with you know Lex Luthor so, uh, we need a league of our own you know uh, I, I don't I don't think they're gonna get that uh, ever, but I would yeah. love to see that movie, A League of Their Own, with the <laughs> with the with the DC villains, with the DC villains. It's like, it's like, it's like there's no crying. They're just they're just all on a baseball team, though. Like it's the actual. Just use yeah. the same script. No, it's literally the same exact movie, but with them in their full costumes the whole time. Yeah, uh, and. Every time I saw Black Manta, I was like, "Can can we just can we just be done with him? Because I, you know, the movie's not about him." Now, Will, yes. you pointed out mm-hmm. that a scene that you didn't like oh, about I Black fucking Manta, hate which this scene. is actually when I went to the bathroom because <sighs> I wanted to me, you to see it because I hate see, it so much. That's the and thing I is, you if you had told me that, I would have stayed. Yeah, yeah. I guess is this the building his costume Correct. montage? Yeah, yeah. and because terrible. because I'm like, oh look, they're coming out of the sea to give him uh, a real costume so right. that he's not a pussy anymore. Yeah, yeah. I'll just keep saying it. That's right. What are you gonna do? And and uh, I was like, okay, I don't need to see this, and eh, kind of have to go because I was I was already like a gallon of uh, Coke Zero in. Sure. So I I was just like, I can miss this part, and apparently I missed your least favorite part of the movie. Yeah, well, that it, and it is just because of how like preposterous the notion is of him reconstructing Atlantean technology with no fucking understanding of it whatsoever, and somehow turning it into a Black Manta costume. Right. It's also coupled with like a kind of silly hip hop song. And it like blows up and they kind of play it for laughs because <laughs> yeah. it like almost shoots him in the head kind of mm-hmm. thing. 
But then there is also the Pitbull song where they come out of the water, and I also hate that part. Well, that part I was back for. Yeah. 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 Uh, and but the, that, the, the Pitbull cover of I mean, Africa is one of the worst things honestly, I've ever heard in my life. The Black Mana thing, like, they treated him, like, because I do like that character in the comics, too, and he was, like, not, doesn't have the gravitas that he yeah. should have. But I was like, I, I, okay, I guess this is how they tied him in. I was like, I'm fine with it, I suppose. But that one part, I was like, just come out of the water, open the thing, and it's there already it the Black Manta. Right. Orm can go... I heard your grandfather had a nickname. Like, honestly, you're yeah. already full of that kind of dialogue. Like, I, just I, give it I to I heard him. your grandfather had a nickname, and since you're black, yeah. we're going to yeah. call you yeah. Black Manta. I mean, it was yeah. a different time, Christian. Yeah, well, look. Were look, there look. any black people under the sea? Uh, that's a great question. I didn't yeah, that see was any. I actually, this so, occurred to me, too. This was one of the few times that they did not seem to try to go for that. I mean, they had like fish people and stuff obviously yeah. but they yeah I, all right so at sort of imply that atlantis I mean, is I made the joke at the end of the movie that the trench people were like slaves so they because yeah basically the kingdom is built on the back well, of the trench people because okay so let's just address this for a second based on the the mythos that i understood from the movie a bunch of humans fell into the water and some of those humans became the trench people yes yeah. So and those people. Yeah. No. But I'm saying all those like millions of so unimportant that we're literally going to use you like human shield trench people were treated like they had like absolutely no humanity. But in their thing they're literally saying like, "Oh yeah, these were like one of our people, like one of our tribes." And you'd think based on the fact that now he's got the trident he well, it seems like he can communicate with them to the extent that he's able to like control them. So once again, they're sentient, and you're still using them like absolute like non-entities. <laughs> like you treat your fish horses better than you're treating this entire peoples. <laughs> Just I mean, putting it out there. If, Aquaman, uh, if you want super it, racist. Well, I was good. What I was going to say before, and I think it just holds true, is that Atlantis not woke. Like not even a little. Well, there is a there is a level of like white colonization yeah. from Orm, and Orm is like this dictator esque kind of person. So it's like it's, there's a lot of Asian people underwater. I noticed or, uh, Ca- Captain Merc, which mm. I thought was oh yeah weirdly that, cast. Right. That's it. That has he been skinny in the past? Uh, I've only known him as being so. like a big badass. Same motherfucker. thing but, with yeah. Uh, that was okay. another disappointment in the film for you because you liked the character and you yeah. did not you did not think tiny and kid. for people who don't know like I didn't and I read comics with him in it yeah. I didn't realize that was the character yeah. this is the guy who puts his head in the toilet I li- yes yeah. Yeah. so I forever that's who you're gonna be guy with the head in the toilet right I don't know the history of him as well as Jeff probably does but like in the this Rebirth stuff he's like Aquaman's right hand guy and also like helps him out and like fake stuff and like betrays this other king they're like you know they're in it and he's a, like a great warrior and so like I remember I was like, oh, who's playing Merc? And I looked it up on IMDb and I was like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, but back to uh, Black Manta. And I guess, so the scene that I didn't see, and I I, I will be able to see it soon, but uh, the uh, WGA screening link uh, that yes. my wife has access to was not live last night. It okay. didn't like kick in at midnight. So that's what I was hoping for. And it didn't. So I wanted to watch it before this. But uh, so I'll see that scene. But they explain the stupid oversized helmet. He, and you don't have to you don't have to acknowledge that it's stupid. But I'm saying it's stupid. He builds it. Yeah. But, but why is it so big? I don't. I, I thought you know. said it was big because yeah, to, to accommodate for the beams or whatever. Yeah, it's like yeah. The one he tries they, is too small. They give a reason for yes, it. They yeah, do. 
It's basically like it looks like he has capacitors in his helmet to mm-hmm. channel the beam. So without enough space and like capacitance, it was exploding the helmet because there was just too much going through the transistors in there. Yeah. Like Jeff just like threw out like a bunch of like. Well, the transistors and the capacity <laughs> of the, yeah, you know, the, look, <laughs> I, like he said capacitor and I started thinking about Back, back to the Future. future. If, yeah. if Black it, Manta can understand random technology yeah. that well, he that, knows nothing about. That's the point that I wanted I to make before. I can use real technology is, words to explain it. Is that <laughs> if, if he like, okay, so if he took that technology to say, I don't know, a Lucius Fox and was like, can you help me with this stuff that I don't understand because mm-hmm. I'm also not smart because I'm a pirate? Let's keep in mind, I don't want to be a pirate, but he is a pirate. Uh, you know, there's no there's no indication that this guy had any know-how. There's not even like a like a line from his dad like, oh, you always were too smart for your own good. Which was an easy fix. I think yeah, just just, that's all you need. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. There's even indications in the scene that he has no fucking clue what he's doing because he right. breaks the gun open and then there's goo in it and he gets it all over his hand and he's like, what's this about goo? Well, we've like, all, what kind of thing is this? We've, like, all, we've all broken a gun open and gotten goo all over our hand, right? Well, yeah. Uh, but <laughs> so you just his inclusion in the movie. Did you did you uh, did you find that at least the fight scene once he has the technology yeah. was good? I thought it was kind uh, of entertaining. He got the, the he ultimately good. got the ass whooping that I was just like, if this guy like leaves Aquaman for dead and just flies off, can he fly? Yeah, he was flying around in the I movie. Oh, yeah, he had the shitty jetpack that didn't work. Yeah. yeah. Well, it didn't work because it got broken. <laughs> yeah, because Aquaman broke it. That jetpack was originally part of his like submersible suit from oh, when okay. he was pirating, and then he used the Atlantean technology that was like shooting the beams so that he could yeah. use it as See, I don't even care now that Jeff's explaining it. Like, I just, so just don't care about it. <laughs> you don't care about any of it. <laughs> no, no, I would have rather so that weak. Orm just said, here's this thing. Yeah, I made no, I think you. that works yeah. better for the narrative, and I don't know why they feel like they needed to have that. Maybe that's Maybe that's reshoots, too. Maybe I, that's something that's like, well, this is going to be important for the second one. I've even so as I told, I gave that I told these guys last night um, my ideas for how you could easily have improved and explained that situation. And I thought of one that I think is even better to add on to that. The because they mentioned the grandpa, right? And we have the grandpa's blade. And at one point, we have the grandpa's blade actually stabbing Jason Momoa, yeah, which means it about? should yeah, have right. been Atlantean steel unless he put it perfectly with perfect precision into a, the wound that was already there right. that he had like stabbed him right. with. Uh, and so you could have just said like, oh, his dad actually, or grandpa had met the Atlanteans yeah. and had worked for the Atlanteans or had like some relationship with them. And you could have even made it to the point where his grandpa had done something that had... That was like underhanded or for King Orm's father or for Atla's father or something to like disgrace Aquaman's lineage to make this character have more importance other than just like his direct battle with him. It could have been and he could have influenced uh, Aquaman's status among his people in the Atlanteans, like just based on this history that could have existed between this grandpa and him. Yeah, I like that. And that's where you could have had the whole black manta thing as Will pointed out, just be like, yeah, this was your grandpa's suit because we have no context for how much Atlantean technology has advanced in the last hundred years. 
You're listening to Jeff Dure, Script Doctor, <laughs> yeah. and uh, I think I you mean, just fixed I, it, by yeah. the way. It's Honestly, just like, yeah, all that. That's cool. Yeah. I think this all the time when I watch movies. And I'm yeah. like, I also like, even for me as a writer, like, and Jeff, I'm, I mean, you probably think about Jeff the same Winstead. Stuff. Yes, correct. When you're writing, you're like, I have to, you really have to live within the narrative that you're creating. Mm-hmm. You can't like be like, and then this happens. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> Bumblebee, where that happens all the time. And everyone's like, this is the best Transformers movie. I'm like, it's absolutely not. The script is actually pretty poor. But like, when you create this world, like, everything has to have some causality so when it's just like and then he made the suit into a black manta suit you're like no no this doesn't fit in the narrative that you've created yeah you kind of have you kind of unspo- like create rules for yourself that like Jeff is like this is how it makes sense. You're like and now we're living in the world again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like <clears throat> yeah, it's it. like Jeff and then we it. yeah. yeah. So. Well, uh, but Jeff Winstead, your thoughts on seeing him in the movie in action? Like apart from that, so did you did you enjoy the sequence at least or because the, the Sicily sequence that he was in was yeah. one of the better sequences of the movie. It yeah. was a cool fight scene. I wonder if they really uh, filmed that in Sicily, by the way. I don't because think so. it, was, it, it looked it, all green screen to me. Yeah, yeah it looks yeah exactly. It's like just somewhere out. They really went sunny. to Sicily and just destroyed every building. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's they ran a guy exactly. through walls. Yeah. yeah. Let him touch old statues. That would be great. <laughs> yeah. That would yeah, be great. Destroy like, our bad. Statue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I I did enjoy that scene. So you liked watching that? Yeah, yeah. It, was a good, it was a good scene. And they must have known it too because that was a scene that they previewed. Like I think at Comic-Con they showed that full scene just about. To, to oh, really? So they knew that was a audience pleaser I think they showed it I don't know if it was like Super Bowl or something but there was some point where they did a oh stay tuned for a sneak peek right. of Aquaman and they showed exactly that scene yeah. really yeah I, I when when was that I didn't even know but it's good because I I I would have watched it if I if I'd been watching TV and like I saw that was coming I would have watched it but I like not seeing that stuff before I go to a movie like a whole scene you know uh but uh I do think I do think it was a good sequence uh, I, I, it was very noticeable. It's like, oh yeah, he is definitely not dead. All right, well, I know, I know what the end right. credit scene is now. Yeah, uh, little- didn't know there was going to be Randall Park, by the way. Yeah, uh, the the dad from Fresh Off the Boat, right? Who, uh, you know, Kim Jong Un, also Kim Jong Un from yeah. is that movie called The Interview, right? Yes. And uh, also, he's the FBI agent Ant Man the Wasp. It's it's all a good year for him. Yeah. But his uh, his co-star from uh, Fresh Off the Boat was the star in Crazy Rich Asians. So uh, yeah, still not still not a good year, buddy. But you know, try, try, keep trying, get out there. Is see, he on Randall Park yeah. right now? Yeah, a little bit. He's working. I just thought Come it was on, fun. Christian. I just thought it was fun. He's an Aquaman <laughs> and Ant Man. Uh, Listen, one of the better things about that scene is there was very little dialogue, and so yeah. when we left the movie, so I also saw it with my wife Rachel, and she looked at me a few times and rolled her eyes like during the movie and she is steeped in this stuff so that I knew that there was some bad dialogue and then as we were leaving she says to me this I don't know how, how it was for you guys the sound mixing in our theater was terrible oh, really? oh no so I the dialogue was very difficult to hear in a lot of places and oh. so she said I probably missed like 45% of the dialogue you, right? that doesn't usually happen here in Los Angeles yeah. they one of the first things I noticed when I moved out here was like oh no every th- even the theater you're like alright well we're only spending like three bucks everything always sounds and looks pretty good because yeah. I guess because they make everything here you know yeah, and they yeah. want to make sure that 
you know, people who worked on the film maybe can hear exactly. it. That's that's terrible. It was did a nice you, theater, you, but um, yeah, whereas we're walking out, she said, I'm, I must have missed 45% of the dialogue. And I said, don't worry about it, because whatever you imagine in your head was definitely cooler <laughs> than the dialogue. <laughs> well, she also doesn't speak fish, so well, yeah, that's... Not, not fluently, yeah. but, you know, she, she, she Yeah, right. So, she does, she's taking a night course. I mean, let's not... You know, uh, I, you know, I did like that it. sequence. The whole uh, Sicily uh, and... I, we, one of the things we talked about afterwards, I was just like, I kind of liked them interacting. And I was like, cause like, you know, clearly she's, she's like not into him when they meet. And I'm like, well, they got to get there yeah, because get I know those characters enough that I'm like, they got to get there. And Oh look, they're eating flowers. Will you hated that. Didn't you? I, just the whole sequence I thought was a little hokey with the Roy Orbison song. It's like, yeah. Oh, he's oh. falling in love. I was like, we could probably just skip. This and part. right as a Roy Orbison song. So this is, that's a little bit after I came back from the bathroom. Yeah. Will comes sauntering him. in with a big beer. He's like, I just needed this for the Royal Orbison. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a completely different reaction. That was a part of the movie I loved the most. Oh, really? Because I love Royal Orbison like crazy. Okay. I mean, so, I love Royal Orbison, yeah, but I was I like, just, I don't want this here. I, I didn't care. I thought, I need this in this movie right now. I need something that makes <laughs> that was me your, like, like, emotionally invested. You can breathe again. Okay. Yeah. I will say about the movie, like one of the things compared to Wonder Woman, like I think there's a there's a lot of... So I think we probably all agree that Wonder Woman is the before this the best of the DC yeah. movies. Clearly, right, right. Yeah, yeah. well, I, 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 I actually I, I didn't know Steel. for sure. I was gonna say I was gonna say, Will, it's you think it's better than Man of Steel because I know Wonder how much Woman. Yeah, mm. they're like both up there though. Yeah, yeah. We, I, I don't want to get too bad that you like Man of Steel. Yeah, yeah. and so. Jeff uh, Jeff EO also likes Man of Steel, but uh, yeah. but. Wonder Woman is. I thought Wonder Woman when it came out. <clears throat> so as crazy as this seems, it's easier to like a movie when everyone else isn't trying to convince you why it was bad. Yeah. Yeah. So on, I might have liked Man of Steel better, but I'll say that I enjoyed Wonder Woman more because I was allowed to. That's a great point. No, that, that look, that's very true. Um, yeah, but I mean, even even Will, you definitely really like Man of Steel, but those two are probably. Would you say that those are you think the the best? I mean, uh, apart yeah. from Suicide right. Squad, which we know was a masterwork. Yes, uh, we, yeah. we don't even need to talk about the that. extended cut. Yeah, featuring uh, ten more minutes of Jared Leto driving a car, being a dumb fuck. Oh yeah, I forgot. I, I've still never seen that extended ah, cut. Ah, <laughs> Look, Jared Leto ah, did such a good job that Joaquin Phoenix is the Joker in a movie right I know, now. I know. Yeah, that, that's how good Jared Leto. When they was. were like, "We're going to do a Joker solo movie," I was like, "You fucking idiots!" Like we cast we cast Joaquin Phoenix. I was like, "Oh, I'm 100." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen Have you seen the footage? Uh, <laughs> people like have been on streets where they're filming. Yeah, and they've like filmed with their cameras, and yeah. you just see him in the Joker suit, oh, like great. the Cesar Romero Joker yeah. suit, and he's yeah, just yeah. running down the street. I love it. I'm like. Like if he's just running around Honestly, after people, yeah, I'm fine for yeah. whatever he wants to do. Yeah, I, I, it's a it's a great choice. But anyway, but that's, that's another movie. Point. Yeah. It's possible that Aquaman, in some ways, was a more it was definitely more ambitious, as Jeff uh, Young Jeff said earlier. Uh, <laughs> Jeff one, Jeff more, Prime, more Young, ambitious Young movie Jeff. than Wonder Woman, which you know was. Uh, was good, but a little a little basic in parts. But it, this movie had no moments that resonated with as the Wonder Woman coming out of the trench, yeah, right? Thing like yeah. that was a super powerful Such a big moment. moment. Yeah, and even when they tried that here, it didn't work. And I'm not sure if it's because the character just isn't as iconic, or the portrayal isn't as iconic, yeah. or it's just a variety of factors that I couldn't quite put my finger on. But nothing about this really resonated. I yeah, also say yeah. that. Well, I was just want to say I think one thing that really benefited Wonder Woman in that time is that. As an audience, there's so much tension built in because yeah. of everybody's feelings about that time in history and what right, she was right. doing. So it was like just the significance of anyone standing up and just being like, absolutely fucking not. I'm walking over there. I'm going to slap all of you in the face. And yeah, this, this is like, true bullshit planning is it in the real world. Yeah. 
I got so angry at a friend a couple weeks ago. We were like having drinks and he was complaining about the trench sequence from Wonder Woman saying what they would have come out of the trench. And as soon as she started leading it, she would have led a charge. Like it's stupid that she did it by herself. And I was like, I'm going to reach but across this table. No. It's like, no. it's one. It's the first like major tentpole female superhero movie. She has to do it by herself Two. They're tired. They don't want to fight. No one wants to die. Yeah, Why yeah, would they come out of they, the trenches? They've yeah. been in that trench for months. Right. And they're like... Everyone's got know, trench foot. Uh, trench foot, trench mouth, yeah. trench everything. And they're just like, yeah, no, no, we're... We're good. Yeah, you want to? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you want to go get superpowered? Okay. Hey, let pretty lady wants to go get shot. Great. Yeah. Go, yep. Have fun. <laughs> we're we're gonna just be sitting down here. Yeah. You know. Uh. Yeah. I. I will say I enjoyed the the third act action in Aquaman more than I didn't like the Ares fight. I, well, I Ares didn't need it. Ares you know was I mean? a fundamental as we talked about on the yes. podcast. I I just thought like the that British guy with the mustache as Take the, the fuels, guy yeah. that I was just like. Really? Yeah. Where was, I where he was, was transform into like? Yeah, I was like, else. where where was Will's guy at the, the back yeah. of the room? Wait, what, hang on. What, one thing. Because my favorite thing is when they cut away to David Thewlis like in the cave, like yeah. still with his mustache, yeah. like as a flashback from when he was first defeated. I was like, it's fucking still him. Right, <laughs> this is right. supposed to be a disguise. <laughs> He's supposed to look like a god. This is so weird. Yeah. I've been uh, rewatching Avatar: The Last Airbender. Right, not the no, James Cameron not movie. Not the James Cameron. Because <laughs> you're yeah. just watching it every night, again every, and again and again. Every night. Yeah. Blue Zo- Zoe Del- Zaldana is definitely hotter than green Zoe Saldana. Huh? Interesting. Anyway, mm. go ahead. I want to make a purple Zoe Saldana <laughs> threesome. Ding, <laughs> ding. Uh, uh, oh shoot! What was I saying? Uh, you've been rewatching the last airbender rewatching last airbender. Um, and I was going to say the David Thewlis, like revealing himself as Aries reminds me. And I don't know if you've seen this episode. Mm. Uh, it's like with the fifth or sixth episode of airbender when he meets his old friend, King Boomy, he's like this old <laughs> man and he's just like the whole time. like, Oh, and then he's like, I'll fight you. And then he goes, wrong decision and then like stands up and he's fucking jacked and all this stuff and i just think it's like the exact same moment yeah uh but sort of for the sort of uh the iconic moment in this movie in aquaman you know when he has the trident and we do see him in the suit the aquaman points suit for going full costume i mean yeah that, that was awesome yeah Definitely. which i thought it was a great way to explain the costume yes, like it yes. actually makes the costume totally work yeah. in all con- agree just like oh yeah yeah that's I, royal whatever suit that we didn't need to see at any point beforehand and in perpetuity makes perfect sense because you're like yeah okay royal guard that came with the and and now he's going to be wearing it from this point forward which makes perfect sense i i think it would have been fun if it hadn't been on all the billboards and everything you know if we didn't know that he was going to wear it i mean they showed it in the trailer that's like the last oh yeah yeah you know you're right but there's the constant reminder on the billboards you know so it's like you're always seeing thing where like dc and warner brothers are also like constantly nervous with their movies now that they're like uh w- w- here's the suit we promise like yeah. go see it because yeah, this is in it too, yeah. yeah yeah uh and i thought that that sequence was uh pretty cool you know when yeah. he gets the the trident i i thought there would be a little bit more to it than just having to pull really hard you know what i mean just like well, you know, i think it's kind of like a sword, it, sword and stone, stone yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah right i know but i was just i i don't know i don't know what i was expecting but i was like oh he's got it okay great yeah. now we're going on to this next part i mean you knew that because that's the thing is like the sequence that was going to be happening, I was like, I don't need to see him fight this fucking giant sea monster. Agreed. Yeah, like, I do agree with that. So yeah. it happened quickly, and I was like, great, let's move on. Let's yeah, go to the battle. Yeah. Yeah. And that was super cool that she 
I guess, was talking to herself, she thought. Yeah. And then realized when he spoke back that he actually could, was the first person that actually understood. Yeah. I, I, that I, was I, pretty awesome. Yeah. I, I thought, thought that was a cool too. reveal yeah. that she's like, no one's, no one talks to me <laughs> anymore. And then she joins the fight and she yeah. fucks everybody up. Yeah. Well, because she's Mary Poppins. Listen. <laughs> I have to say something while we have, while we have time. So We have this, time. Yeah. This continuity with Orm is completely different from the continuity I know from the comics. Okay. In the comics, the pre new 52 and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Orm is still his half brother but okay. from the dad side. Oh, okay. So when you get around to reading these comics, that yes, I which down here, are on my side table, I was like, I'm going to read these before Jeff gets here. Yeah. I haven't had time. And then it was like, <laughs> and then it was like more whiskey. Yeah. But wouldn't that like completely take his claim to the throne? Cause like Atlas, the Royal that's, one. Yeah. That's not part of the old comic oh, continuity. Atlanta. Just, just, yeah. Yeah. just correct. Atlanta. At, 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 Atlanta. 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 No, no, I'm talking about Atlanta, no, the Donald Hot Glover Atlanta. show. No, I'm no. saying, no. what was we're, we're talking Atla about At, Atlan is the grand old king. And who are you talking about? He's talking about her mom. His See? mom. His mom. There's, okay. Fish mom. You have eight variations. Come on. Atla and Atlantis. Yeah. And you expect me to fucking know when to stop? Jeff, don't you I know you're... Know there's going to be a nerd out there. It's like, uh, Jeff Ray was pronouncing it wrong. This Jeff, entire don't and you... And actually, funny enough, that Jeff, that nerd is me. You, yeah. <laughs> don't you know your history, Jeff? It's Atla the Hun. We all know. Okay? Uh, so wait, which Dang. which character were you trying to talk about? I, I... Aquaman's mom. Aquaman's mom, something about her. I've... So anyway, yeah. So it, that this whole so that's plot, different. Oh, I was saying, yeah. Sorry, been I, she the... was the royal one. If yes. if it was if Orm it was through the father, the human, yes. it would make no sense. So because, unless so right. unless the father's just going around banging Atlanteans, no, you... how would he even have Atlantean right. powers? Because the character's motivation in the old comics isn't that he's an heir to the throne; it's that he has an inferiority complex because his brother uh, Arthur has these water-based powers. He's just a normal dude who uh, is obsessed with trying to keep pace with his older brother. And so you can't so. do that because then he's just exactly the same thing as a black man yeah, exactly. but his brother. Yeah. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> who who does figure out how to breathe underwater and stuff eventually through yeah. artificial means. But that's that's uh yeah, I, I think that, that that's a good choice that they made for the movie to have and him I, I actually the current comics have that same continuity. They do. Okay. Yeah. He's yeah. been in the new books a lot actually. Okay. The rebirth. They had a really long great story going like kind of right after where you stopped. Where, where, where I still have your comics. Um, yeah. I'm trying to remember. It's some guy who dethrones Arthur, basically. But it's again. like, it's, again, but it's done in a really, I don't know, it's done in an interesting way. They cool. build to this like new war. And this guy is same kind of thing, inferiority power complex. Like, But he's like a crazy, just insane person, even more so. And they kind of need Ocean Master to help them, actually. Cool. Kind of like Mad Max from the, uh, which, uh, what's the, the, the most recent one? No, no, Mad, not, it's the brother of uh, Black Bolt. Mad oh, you're talking about the Inhumans. Yeah, the Inhumans. What was it? Yeah, Mad Maximus. Maximus. Maximus is basically the same character. He's like, because yeah. Black Bolt is this, the king of the Inhumans, super powerful. Uh, if he even whispers, you know, like it'll take out the side off of a building. And then Maximus is just this guy who ended up not getting any powers at all. But he's second in line for the throne. So he's just like, well, at least I should be king, you know? And that's kind of how they play it in the TV version of it. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's funny. He talks like Snagglepuss. <laughs> well, at least I should be king. Exit stage black ball <laughs> yeah. Van. Um, yeah. So. It's funny because I, I was actually thinking about all that. And I'm like, do I want to make an Inhumans comparison? Because... 
Nobody's seen that except Nobody for wants Jeff to play a black bolt in the box. <laughs> I'll just do it, but really poorly. Right. Yeah. No, no, no. We just can remember his name. You. Uh, By the way, made... black bolt, a black man. No. No. Okay. He's All right. not. All right. Yeah. Finally, they. Uh, That's like know. the one character. Yeah. But it is. It is like not untrue that back in the day, we're like, let's make our char- characters bl- diverse. They would just yeah. put black in front of their. Well, name. Yeah. well yeah. Yeah. And honestly, it's like it goes. Be, there were Negro League baseball teams that would be like. You're the black Yankees. Right, exactly. Yeah, you're the black Sox. Right. Yeah, so it's just like, get it? Great. Black Panther, black yeah. lightning. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, exactly. Most of them are... The black Cardinals. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would never happen. There would never be black Cardinals. But you know, Cardinals. the interesting difference with Black Manta, in the old continuity at least, is he actually is like sort of a militant uh, racist, for lack of a better word. Like oh. All, oh, interesting. So all of his guys are black guys. and uh, Was that character around early on for Aquaman, or is he a newer character? No, no, he's been around since uh, late 60s. Oh, okay. Well, that, that would make sense. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, okay. So, just like Black Panther. You right. know, they're like, right. yeah, well, we've got Black Manta. Black yeah. What else you got? Black Lightning? Great. Black Lightning, yeah, yeah. And there's, there's more. There's some others out yeah, there. Yeah, there's more of a head Black Goliath. Oh yeah, that and that's uh, that's Lawrence Fishburne from yeah. uh, Ant Man and the Wasp, oh. which they've conveniently just called Goliath. Yeah, like <laughs> how do I know what race he is? Yeah, okay. like just like on Luke Cage. Oh, she's just Mariah now. Yeah. They 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 call her Black, Black Mariah Luke once. Cage. <laughs> Black Cage. But, I mean. That's that, he's the one guy that they didn't. They're like, he's Power Man. Are you sure he shouldn't be Black Man? Wait, listen to what you're saying. Are you, do you want to take that back? No, what, Black Power? No, no, wait, not that, not that. Okay, fine, Power Man, Power Man. <clears throat> yeah, um, anyway, uh, so Aquaman. Just call me Powerful Black Man. <laughs> so Aquaman. Yes. Uh, I think that... Well, we can say, let's talk about Nicole Kidman. Yeah. Because uh, I didn't know she was in it. You didn't? No, I just, I oh. didn't remember that trailer at all. I saw it once. Okay. I liked it. I thought it looked cool, but yeah. I thought the effects looked a little the like they needed sure they were, yeah. like released. I was like, oh God. And Those, then Shazam was the same day. And I was like, oh, this looks like the way better movie. That's then, exactly what I said. We said that on the, the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Then they released Jeff, that, like, Amy and I did five that. five minute yeah. trailer, like maybe three months ago. And I was like, yeah. okay, this looks pretty cool. Yeah. I, but the... <laughs> Well, actually, Dave disagrees. He thinks it all looks pretty cool, in all in all honesty. Uh, so let's see. What was I going to say? Yeah, so Nicole the Kidman. sequence with her. Um, I thought all that stuff was actually really well done. I yeah, I thought that was good. Condense it into a very quick sure, of course, origin story. But it was it was and seeing her like it was cool. The the first battle was like a woman, like mm-hmm. you. Know, yeah, and it didn't feel like it was forced. Like it was a, a very no, it was cool. Yeah, movie. She was. I thought all that stuff was pretty awesome. Yeah, I think her introduction was was well done, and yeah, we didn't we didn't show up for that movie. So yeah, the fact that it's all basically over in just a few yeah, minutes, and, and you know Aquaman's narrating it for us. It's like, hey everybody, don't worry, I'll be here soon. Yes. <laughs> but uh, just a couple things about me. Check it out. All right, I'm back. I have no shirt on. You know you like it. You're looking right now. Anyway, uh, yeah, I thought uh, I thought that was cool, and um, I don't know. I I guess. I didn't know she was still alive for the whole time. But then, you know, when there's the, <laughs> when Mira's like looking up, you're like, okay, 
Yeah, we got it. There's only All one right. person. Yeah, there's only one person we care about. Right. So it's uh, not Michelle Pfeiffer, even though it's the same plot from the other movie. The, <laughs> oh, that is the same plot from Ant Man and the Wasp, yeah, isn't right. it? Yeah. And awesome. Randall Park brought that plot over. He's <laughs> like, "Here, guys, here like, you go, guys, guys. I've been working on this other project. I've got a great little thing we can use in the plot. It's um, horrible. The mom is never dead. What did you guys think of uh, Amber Heard? Uh, I thought her hair was incredibly red and distractingly so. I, even from the trailer, I was like, "Why is her hair so fucking?" It's Red. So red, yeah. Super obnoxious. It made Dolph Lundgren's like faintly yeah. red hair like look awesome. Why don't yeah. you just do that? Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. Why don't you make her hair look like a normal red hair person? Or why don't you just make hair. her hair look like Drago? Different <laughs> wig. Yeah, <laughs> just give her the Drago cut. Uh, uh, yeah, no, that's the problem is because like I know in comics like Jean Grey has that kind of red hair, right. and you know they've yeah. they've struggled to in real life it doesn't right. work. No. Right, exactly. So it shouldn't be that red. Right, you know. Just have someone who's naturally red-haired and let their natural red hair be their fucking red hair. The hell you say? So this should have been. So it should have been Amy Adams, is what you're saying, right? Or just give her a better looking wig. Yeah, I mean that's fine. It's fine if it's a wig. It's no no problem with the actress. You know, you want to put an actual redhead wig on her. That's fine. Couple of couple of freckles, though. I don't know how you get them living under the ocean. But uh, uh, but I don't know. I thought I thought it was good. I thought it was cool that she had some. She had some decent powers on her own. You know, it's not she just did. like, oh, You're I can do some card cool tricks. Character. Do you want to yeah. see that? Yeah. Yeah. So I thought uh, I thought she was well done in that way. And I did like watching the, oh, my God, this guy's so stupid. Why am I doing this? Kind of turn into the, well, I mean, he is hot. So, you know, <laughs> he's going to be the king. I think one of the interesting slash hard things with Aquaman is that when you introduce him and all of Atlantis, you're immediately like nerfing his power you're saying like hey here's aquaman you see him do all this crazy shit jump punch blah, blah. yeah pretty much everyone from his race can do that yeah because they're atlanteans so they're adapted to like the harshest environment of like deep deep ocean so the only really special thing about him is that he can talk to fish all that other shit standard par for the course just because of his race so there's actually an entire civilization that should be able to just pop out of the water and beat the shit out of people so like your fight with Apocalypse and Darkseid, it's like, unless you address that, it seems like the Atlanteans should just pop out of the water and just start beating the shit out of the deep, whatever they're called, the terror beasts, those yeah. like flying things. Except if you punch them in the face, they can't there breathe. Yeah. There you go. Because it doesn't, doesn't take much. I actually thought that she was going to use that power where she can like take the water away from people and just basically take the water out of their mask. Yeah. She's like, no, you know, it's faster. Just smack yeah. right through there. Uh, yeah, I thought, uh, I thought that her fight use that in some kind of like hard, I know they do it in the comics all the time. She needs to do that hardcore thing where she like drains somebody of all their liquids. Right. So that they like dehydrate to death. Yeah. I did like the wine daggers. That was pretty awesome. That was a pretty yeah. cool idea. Actually. I was like, when she ends up in the room with one, I'm like, okay, this is going to be good. And I'm like that, that didn't disappoint. They definitely delivered well there. Everyone her- knows a woman likes to get cutting when she's around too much wine. Thing, uh, <laughs> it just really loses something when you don't actually have the bell. I uh, like performance-wise, I thought she, Wouldn't? she was okay. Yeah. Little, little, I mean, little like this. Little stiff. Yeah, yeah. very attractive. You know, that's sure. not the problem. Yeah, uh, no. looks like Mira for sure. You know, mm-hmm. like to love the costume. Um, but I mean, I would like I like that character so much. That I hope that if they do another one, they go a lot more into like Zebel magic and all this kind of stuff that they like 
they, they don't yeah. explain like hey why does she have magic powers and nobody right, else doesn't right. which is fine I don't need that explanation every step of the way yeah. no but, but if you have another movie which by all yeah. indications there'll be another movie well they have uh, her dad say that she's like a daughter of Zebel but you as an audience member assume he's Zebel unless you realize that's not his name mm-hmm. yeah no that would probably that would be me by the way because I I didn't pick up on that at all yeah. so yeah. I didn't I didn't know what that meant and I found so. all that confusing anyway because in the older continuity comics she's actually from another dimension where all oh. the people have that power she's oh. not from Atlantis at all so she's from the spider verse where everybody has the same See, power she's from uh, the Spanish ocean so Mira just means look <laughs> <laughs> mira, 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 mira. Uh, I thought she was good, and and here's the interesting thing: uh, you put Willem Dafoe in a movie, and he's a good guy. Wait, what? Yeah. At least he's like uh, like a deceitful, conniving plant of a good guy, right? Because of like well, that, I, I buy. Yeah. But I was just like, all right, so where's the part where he's gonna like try and kill Mira and you know be like, I'm Patrick Wilson's guy? Arthur, great, he underplayed it for once. It's don't tell Harry. Yeah. Oh and then he God. dies. And then he dies. But you didn't underplay. Sorry, Jeff, I cut you up. No, no, I was saying he actually underplayed, and I didn't mind it, but he really underplayed that character from yeah. not as completely opposite from his Green Goblin portrayal. Right, right. So it was, that, was, that was unusual to see. And it was free that he looks frog-like. He kind of looks <laughs> That's true. That's true. already <laughs> like a fish person. It's just like, yeah. we can put some prosthetics on you, but no, no, good. good. Yeah. yeah, just go ahead like that. <laughs> the, the de-aging technology was sometimes worked really well and sometimes a little off-putting. Like oh, yeah. It wasn't quite as well done as we've seen in some it, of the Marvel It seemed films. to have worked reasonably well for uh, Nicole Kidman and Django Fett. Uh, it, it was a little bit. It was a little bit harder to to watch for uh, Willem Dafoe. I honestly, I just wish we didn't have that technology because they just use it so easily. Yeah. And I, I was always okay when just different actors would play someone thirty years ago, yeah. and then it's like, oh no, they're older. And I they're... also am fine with like, I don't fucking know how old Atlanteans can be. It could just be right. Willem Dafoe the whole time, yeah. normal. Yeah, because right. even with. Uh... Nicole Kidman's character, I, did they pretty much the same. In the, oh, No, and the, I thought the, the beginning, same. the beginning. Well, they definitely used filters. They Maybe used a little yeah, bit, but she's filters. had some work done too, so she just perpetually looks like that. that. Was surprised, yeah. She looks perpetually yeah. surprised. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she looks like. I, honestly, when I saw her, because I guess I forgot that she was in this movie. I also too, forgot she was. I was in like, it. is that Nicole Kidman or Sarah Paulson, or did they like merge into one person? Well, the second part's probably Nicole true. Paulson. Yeah. Nicole. Nicole Nicole Paulson has become one. <laughs> uh, so they just scissored so hard that they <laughs> melded into one. Person. Scissor me timbers. <laughs> just bring it back around. Scissoring, scissoring doesn't uh, doesn't come up nearly Perfect enough. Perfect shanty for the movie. <laughs> yeah, scissor that's, me timbers. That's what Black Manta ought to have yeah. been singing. I'm a pirate of the sea. Uh, well, what are uh, Jeff Winstead? What are some of the uh, the other things that we have yet to touch upon in terms of the movie? I mean, we're trying to be as thorough as possible, despite all of the many tangents and uh, side tangents. conversations. We don't do tangents. Here. No, we don't do that here. No, never, never. Uh, just so uh, overall thoughts. What would it take for you to watch this again? And I don't mean in the theater because we know that. Well, maybe not everybody knows, but Jeff doesn't tend to go to movies. This in the was theater. my first theater visit since we saw Ragnarok. So, so a year oh, ago, yeah, well, thirteen so, months ago, yeah, exactly. you you went, and oh, you've... I remember being very upset with you for not seeing Wonder Woman in the theory. In the theory, no, in the theater. theater. Yeah, and you yelled at him yeah. actually. Uh, like, you on, get your on, ass to see that fucking movie, and you didn't. No, no, no. stuck to your guns. No. Actually, but, we actually went to this when we timed it. 
perfectly. We missed all the trailers. So oh, we great. Oh, up, nice. We showed up the second the movie started, uh, as they were showing the Warner Brothers logo. Okay. Great. And we skipped out before. So I don't know. Was there like a second stinger? No, 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 no. Okay. Did you see the spider ham short at the start? <laughs> <laughs> I wish there was a spider ham short. At but of the course, start. the time that you do go to the theater to see a big movie, the sound mix is all fucked yeah. up and you can't I, yeah, hear no, half the dialogue. Very, and you're like, well, this is why we don't go. It's very yeah. strange. You should have gone to Arclight where they assure you at the beginning of the film that yeah. something like that happens. I, and that, that, and that person who works there like just kind of stands and doesn't watch the movie and just stares at the audience like a creeper. <laughs> yeah. Like, does it sound good? How does it sound now? Are you enjoying listening to this film? Uh, yeah, I think on the whole, it, it was fun. And Jeff, will you watch it again digitally when it uh, comes out in, in that form? No, I will make an effort to, to watch. I mean, if it's okay, it so television say, down the road, how about I'll, I'll Aquaman 2 is about to come out? Would you rewatch just to kind of. No. Uh, no. Just so you don't ever need to see it again. Do you tend to rewatch any movie? Um, original Superman, Empire Strikes Back. I mean, it's pretty. I, you know, I watch those. I mean, I can't fault you for either of those. Yeah. You know, that's a bad. Yeah. I mean, not Raiders of the Lost Ark. No, I mean, I've I, seen look, it several times. It, I haven't seen. In it all honesty, I mean, I would say Superman Four, Attack of the Clones. Oh, yes, yes, yes. But that's just me. Right. Yeah, Superman Four, Attack Three. Uh, definitely Spider Man Three. The Last Stand. Oh, X Men oh, Three: yeah. The Last Stand. Uh -huh. Yeah, and the new Fantastic Four. Oh, because we the Josh all know that, one. that somehow the Roger Corman one ended up being actually the best. <laughs> the good one. That's, that's <laughs> it's fascinating that that's, that's yeah. the most watchable is the Roger yes. Corman Fantastic Four. I think it goes the newest, the Tran one. Tran. Tran. The Tranny one. Uh -oh. oh, snap. Gives a whole different meaning to Thing. Ah, look at you. Thing. Yeah. Venom. Uh, Justice League. Suicide Squad. <laughs> no, Venom. Venom was kind of fun. It was. I, it was fun. Yeah. Right. Right. They. But it could have been way better. Of oh, it could have been way better. But honestly, oh, you haven't seen Venom, right? I have not. No. Um, I'll see. Well, there's so a, we there's there's a it's at Redbox now. It's only a dollar. Right. <laughs> I was just gonna say there's a great wig at some point in the movie that's really worth the price of admission. There's an amazing wig in that movie. Uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, I think I, this is funny. I mean, this, so, it, kind of in closing, when we were talking afterwards, you, Will, you were kind of comparing it. So, because I mentioned, you know, Ant Man and the Wasp, and you're like, well, yes. Jeff was it better than Ant Man and the Wasp? And Jeff, uh, Jeff Duray, you felt like, oh, yeah, it's better than Ant Man and the Wasp. Definitely. I, and uh, the comparison that I made is Ant Man and the Wasp and Deadpool 2 are like the same movie to me. They were fine, but they were. Kind of a big letdown from the first one because I enjoyed it. Because each yeah, first originals. one was so good, yeah. yeah. Because they were they were original. They were different than what had come previous, right? So both of those were just kind of like meh. So I definitely would say um, it's hard because this because we just saw Spider Verse twice, and I really really loved that movie. So I think that almost hurt this movie in terms of how much I could enjoy it mm -hmm. because it's like it, you can't help but compare it. But on its own, in its own right, I thought this was a really fun movie. I really enjoyed the visuals. I thought that there was enough going on with the script to, to rewatch it and everything else could have been better, but that's almost every movie. Sure. I think that, yeah, in general, there's overall more to enjoy than not to enjoy. Where like yeah. with Suicide Squad, there's so many things happening where you're like, why? Why is this right. happening? Like throughout the whole movie, yeah. and you're like, I don't need the super powered bag. Like none of this fits. The again, live in the narrative that you created. Like here's a little secret ops, like black ops team. Why are they fighting like a mega powerful spirit monster? Right, like right. that doesn't fit the scope of what we're doing here. No. But yeah, so this it was like it's so big and like it was under. I call it underwater they, avatar. 
they felt they, very yeah. yeah. I think you're I think you're right. And I think they 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 stayed in their lane. They yes. didn't try to, you know, really deviate from like you said, the world that they created. So, uh, yeah, I think I think uh it's certainly one of the better uh DC films uh, that we've gotten in uh, recent years, you know. I mean, yeah. or overall really. It's yeah, I I'll say it. It's better than Batman Forever, okay? Yeah. Can I say it? Yeah, not better than Batman <laughs> Robin. Nothing but, but like, nothing. I actually like Batman Forever. I like Val Kilmer as Bruce Wayne. Yeah. He's my favorite Bruce Wayne. What? Be- I don't I, no no I don't like Christian Bale's Bruce Wayne I like the one What's scene wrong with the you? one scene where he shows up and he's like going to the party with the girls I'm like yeah. well that's Bruce Wayne and the rest of it he's like he's like moody Bruce Wayne I don't like that one what about when he's teaching the girl how to golf and no. that thing and they come out and he's like no that's not for me anyway what were you gonna say I was saying Michael Keaton you don't even like Bruce I like Michael Wayne. Keaton a lot I like Michael Keaton as Batman I didn't love him as oh, Bruce gotcha. Wayne. I yeah. see what you mean. Yeah. Uh, He's my favorite Bruce Wayne, also, Val Kilmer. You're missing out on Batman Forever not loving the Riddler. Yeah, Jim Carrey as the Riddler all the time. I mean... Really just a green at Joker. At that time when I saw Not it... A green Joker. <laughs> <laughs> at the time I saw it, I thought it was fun, you know? Yeah, as a kid, I liked it, too. Yeah, I, I mean, think... I, was, I was in college, but still. <laughs> I don't hate, like, the visuals that Joel Schumacher added no. to, like, change it up. Like, honestly, it doesn't bother me. I like that score by Elliot Goldenthal a lot, too. Oh, yeah. But, like, Batman Forever is actually not as bad as... No, they're think. heading in a bad direction, yes. for sure. Yes. Yes. But it's not bad no. yet. I mean, no, it's, it's not, not like... Batman and Robin? Uh, it's not Batman and Robin. Right, exactly. Like, you know, he's yeah. got that Batman credit card. <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> That's worse than the nipples. Uh, but, yeah. I oh, th- I was going to say one more thing. Oh, yeah, good. Uh, a lot of people said, like, in their reviews, like, a month ago when they pre-screened it, they're like, it feels like Phase 1 Marvel and not in a bad way. You know what yeah. I mean? So, like, I kind of yeah. think it has that feel. It's way longer. But, like, if you yeah. when you go back and I rewatch, like, the first Iron Man and stuff, I'm like, these movies were, like, not that great. But we've built to such a great place because we have all of the them. The one thing I'll say for the first Iron Man is they were not all in. No. They took a huge like insurance risk financially, literally putting Robert Downey Jr. in a movie. Yes. And they didn't want to. Right. And they're like, well, here's a budget that you're going to have to work within. Yeah. And it shows a lot in that And they movie. were rewriting the script like yeah. the day of. Right. Jeff Bridges so, was like, yeah, I got script pages on my trailer doorstep so every day. I would say that... Clearly, the best Marvel Faves one movie for me is Captain America: The First oh, Avenger, because totally. totally. uh, to me that's perfect. I think Thor is is also a great blueprint for what works as you know a Phase One an introduction. And I'm you know I used the comparison earlier. Thor and Aquaman, there are definite similarities to yeah. their sure. very out of place character. Right. Actually, no, Aquaman's this Aquaman's not out exactly. of place. Yeah. He's no. like, no, I've been up here the whole time. I don't know anything about there. But you know, just sort of doesn't fit in with their abilities and whatnot. Uh, I think that yeah, this does have that feel. I think that's a that's a fair point. It has a feel of that. It's good because it's it can be tough to introduce, you know, introduce your character. I know we saw him in in Justice League, but yeah. to really like you know get to get to know him, uh, I think this was a this was a good uh, a good first foray for Aquaman. I felt the same way when I left the theater the first time I saw it, and the same with Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman is obviously a much better film, but I remember thinking the same for both. When I left, I went. I mean, who else was going to do it this way? Like this, yeah. The, like who? Like I don't imagine there being some other person who made the better Aquaman movie or a better Wonder Woman. Well, Zack Snyder, like, Zack Snyder would have been made a much better Aquaman movie. I was like, yeah, this feels about right. Yeah, you know what I mean? Right, like right. it's for the first time doing this. Yes, and sometimes yes. people fuck up and they get the bad one out of the way to make a good later. But this, I don't know. I thought yeah. it functioned. Yeah, I think 
we all kind of chastised DC after Batman versus Superman and especially Justice League where you're like, can you just fucking stop and establish these characters for a minute? Like, yeah. let us know what the hell's going on with them. Because think about it, like, having now seen this movie, you can put Aquaman in with as little explanation into every situation in every following DC movie and you're like, oh yeah, it's Aquaman. He does this, he has this power, he does that, and this is what his history is. It just makes such a difference, and it, it you don't have to show motivation because you already understand this character's motivation intrinsically. Yeah, it would have been great if we had uh, actually gotten this movie before we got Justice League. Yeah. I mean, it would have been great if we'd gotten a Flash movie before Justice Your League. Your desire not to repeat, I think, Marvel's formula, sort of put them in their own direction. Well, they wanted to jump to the Avengers, which made so much money, and it's like, right. well, why did that work? Because we cared we about everybody time. except yeah. Hawkeye. I actually, I actually really like Hawkeye, yeah. but to, let's be fair. In that movie, no, no. forty-seven no. Ronin. <laughs> oh yeah, well there he is in the in the uh, Endgame trailer. But yeah, I think the the business side of it, like we've talked for years on this podcast, that we should have gotten a sequel to Man of Steel, not Batman vs Superman. You know, just mm-hmm. get it, give us another Superman movie. I see. I didn't hate some of what they were doing with that i would have liked it yeah but i'd say i didn't hate what they did with batman versus superman because i thought it was smart in that they were kind of correcting some of the the shit that they got for man versus steel where they're like look we know he destroyed the city there's consequences to that like give us a fucking chance to show that i appreciated that uh as an as an establishing thing for their universe i i'd love to see more things like that where it's like hey there's fallout to these things you can't just have an epic battle and then it's like and we're gonna clean up and no big deal like they didn't full. They didn't do that with um, in Marvel because it's like they constantly reference the cleaning up and rebuilding right. and the, yeah. the fight of New York. But they did that because New York was attacked by a giant like alien army that was smashing the shit out of the city, and we never saw like other than the watching the cleanup crew in the beginning of Spider Man Homecoming. Yeah, there's nothing damage control. By yeah, the way, that's control. that's an existing uh, that's an existing yeah. property that there may or may not be a movie or TV series at some point. Um. Yeah, but, but it's true. If they've, they've, there was supposed to be a TV series for Damage Control at one point. I believe it. Yeah, but uh, I'm just saying, like, I appreciate that. I appreciate that you're making it that level of realism of to have the consequences. So I liked that aspect of Batman vs Superman. It was kind of the rest of it and shooting Doomsday. It's just like at DC, it just felt like early on they were just kind of like we're behind. What can we do? I know what we should do. Blow our wad with all our best villains right away. Yeah. And use them like really neutered versions that just don't have the impact that they should any at all. So we'll have doomsday who should have been like one of your penultimate villains because the, I actually don't think, I think from a narrative standpoint, doomsday is like not that interesting of a character. Cause he's just a fucking dumb monster. Right. Like, Brainiac is a much more interesting bad guy that, like, luckily we didn't haven't ruined yet. And right. he's in the Krypton show, and he's pretty good actually. And the guy the actor who plays it is quite good. But like Lex and all that, I don't know. Well, also I like Batman vs Superman. So I just no, like no, I, and there's things I like about it. Actually, it from, what oh, what Jeff was talking about in the beginning of Batman vs Superman is is a great sequence. Bruce Wayne's like you know driving into trouble yeah, and actually saving Batman. Batman I, that's great. I think yeah. that they they start from a good point, and I think they're are plenty of good moments in that movie. It's just, it's, it is, it is overstuffed as great as wonder woman's in that movie is like, she absolutely doesn't need to be there, you know? And it's just like, that should have been another movie that, that movie, there should have been something in between that. We could have also had wonder woman's movie before that, you know, but they, they just weren't interested in that. And I think that they're starting to think like, 
well, maybe that didn't work. Yeah. Maybe that well, wasn't the way to go. to this weird, like, you know, we're just going to make some movies with our characters and uh, not worry about any of them really tying into other one, like Birds of Prey and this Joker one. And yeah. they're just like, we're just going to make some stuff yeah. and see what happens, right. which isn't a terrible strategy, I guess. That's almost like until, I mean, maybe it was established before, but like 2008 Hulk, I had no fucking idea that that was supposed to be super tied into uh, Iron Man to the point where it was like, this is the secondary establishment of this universe that's about to expand. Like, to me, you could say that the 2008 Hulk is not in the MCU. And just to to clarify, 2008 Hulk is the one with with Ed Norton. Yeah, yeah. It's not the Ang Lee Lee Eric Bana Hulk. But to be fair, they had to retcon out that post-credit sequence with Tony Stark and General Talbot. They had to actually set up that oh he was just conning him they like in a dvd extra oh, they they had they're yeah. like the guys at she i think colson is like basically coaching tony like all right we're gonna convince him that because that's not at all what happened like the way that he's pitching the avengers there yeah. is like we'll take care of your hulk problem and it's like no we're gonna actually have the hulk be one of our friends yeah. what's funny is that whole scene was a last minute add-on to start with anyway like if you watch it again they're not in the same room like it's just one oh, shot, really? one shot, one shot, one shot. Oh, you're They're talking about the, uh, the Hulk post credit scene? The Hulk post credit scene. Oh, wow. Scene. That's I, so I, funny. I'd have to watch it again. Yeah. I like that Hulk movie. I think it, I it was pretty good, you know? Um, I still haven't seen the Ang Lee Hulk movie. You don't need to. I, no, that's, yeah, that's why yeah. I don't. Every once in a while, somebody's like, what? I'm like, no, but I just don't want to, you know? I have a friend who like really likes it, and I'm like, I don't know if I can talk to you. <laughs> you're like, I don't know if I really like you, friend. <laughs> that movie is Eric Bananas. <laughs> I love, I love the way you leaned in. Like you're like, well, I need the I, I mic got, for I this. Got, I got a good one. This is this is a good one. But bringing it back to Aquaman. The, oh guys, yeah, right. We're talking yeah, about Aquaman. The, the is nice about this a villain problem. With Black Manta aside, at least with Ocean Master, they got it this time. Like the 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 villain was, I think, worthy of the hero. It wasn't an airy situation that we had from Wonder yeah. Woman. Uh, it wasn't a sort of weird take on a villain like we had with Lex Luthor. They're they're finally starting to figure out. How I mean, to do this stuff. Right. And he's he's just a villain all out. You know, yeah. it's not like the example from Black Panther of like Killmonger, where you're like, oh, I, 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 a good I, point. I, I'm up uh, up until this right here. I'm with you. I'm with yeah. you. I'm with until you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. yeah. Right when you get to the murder, like this guy, you're just like, no, no. He just basically is like, yeah, we're gonna take over everything. Uh, yes and no. I do. I think that they did give him like some small levels of motivation. Oh, because there's some trash in the ocean. But not even that. (laughs) Like the, I thought I appreciated the whole. um, I don't know if it was you'd call it exposition or not. But when he straight up is like, the reason I hate you is because you got our mom killed. Yeah, Yeah, I was gonna say that too. And and then when you when the mom is revealed in the end, he totally softens. Yeah, just everything about him seems to soften in that moment where he's like, "Oh, I actually don't want to fight anymore." Like actually, this isn't what that worked. I I I think it did work, and I think it. uh, You know, obviously, you uh, preserve the storyline for the next one, and. Uh, we were joking after the movie because you know it opened weeks ago in China and it made so much movie, yeah. so much money in China. That I'm like, well, they're just going to make a even if it doesn't <laughs> do well this weekend, they're going to make a, they're going to make a sequel just for China, pretty much. And I was like, so might as well put Randall Park in as as Aquaman at yeah. that point. Uh, but uh, yes. <laughs> but the indication uh, just from the concessions line at the movie theater last night is that at least. 
At least in Burbank, California, the movie was uh, very popular. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what the first day grosses were yeah. just yet. I don't. Uh, I don't think Bumblebee is going to do very well. I can't believe they put that movie out the same day as Aquaman. Like Honestly. you know, a lot of times you put one of them out on a Wednesday versus right. a Friday. Bumblebee should have definitely come out on. I know Mary Poppins came out on Wednesday, but you want to talk about counter programming? Mary right. Poppins and Bumblebee. Sure. You're not going for the same crowd. No. It's just because it's Christmas time and they're just banking on people having time off and just needing to fill that by going to the movies. So they're just like, it doesn't matter if you're not going to see this opening weekend. You're going to see this over the next week because you have way too much time and this is a family movie. But at the same time, it's just like, again, with also Spider-Verse having just come out a week or two ago. Also true. You're really fucking yourselves over. Like there's way too much. There's way better action movies now that I could go see and spend my money. I'd rather see that maybe again than I'd like to go see the Transformers Bumblebee movie. Well, the uh, uh, funny thing about that explanation, I agree with all of it, is that I'll probably get to see Bumblebee in the new year when my kids go back to school. Like, mm-hmm. I won't have time because my kids are home from yeah. school. Yeah, The fact that I'm here now is yeah. uh, only through the uh, grace of my uh, lovely wife, who is uh, very tolerant of. So you're going to go see two movies with those guys and record a podcast at After Buzz yesterday, and at eight in the morning, eight in the morning, I'm like, yeah, 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 it's a whole thing. <laughs> anyway, but uh, if there are no more final thoughts, uh, we will uh, wrap up the Aquaman roundtable. And uh, Jeff Winstead, we really appreciate your driving so early in the morning to make this work. You were determined. I was determined. I you you got that. a you got yeah. a couple of uh, no, this isn't going to work, and no, that's not going to work either. But you're like. All right. We had laid this out. We knew this was happening for months. Yeah, so, but then it so. didn't happen at all the way we laid exactly, it out. Exactly, but that's okay. We yeah. roll with things. Here. And it's not, it's not entirely because Will had to work. It's just partially because Will had to work. Yeah, work you know? is important. <laughs> we have a strong I mean, work ethic at the Black House. <laughs> you clearly don't listen. Um, <laughs> but uh, we appreciate it. And uh, Jeff, where can people find your comic book series? There are five issues or six issues? Five issues. Six, six is issues being nearly completed. Okay. So you can find it at Comixology. If and that's within Next, with comicsology. If you don't want to do that, you can find it at jeffwinstead.com. You can get PDFs that way. And, and at Jeff Winstead on at Jeff Winstead on Twitter, Instagram. That's pretty much it. Yeah, that's. It sounded like I was going to say a third thing, but I wasn't. Yeah, because I thought you were going to say Facebook. Because uh, I'm on Facebook, but rule but, of threes, buddy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm on Facebook, but I won't friend you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, so yes, thank you, Jeff, for driving out here. And then of course, Jeff two. No, Jeff one. Sorry, Captain EO, Jeff. Wow, I feel like I'm in Elseworlds. <laughs> you might be. Uh, so you can be found at Jeff DeRay, but don't, don't find you. Don't don't come looking for me. Yeah, I'll find you. If, 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 if you need me, I'll find you. Don't worry. If you need my help, I'll find you. It's going to be fine. And uh, Will Sterling. Yeah. At Will Sterling underscore. That's me. Motivation Report on Apple Podcasts. Uh-huh. And uh, anything else we need to promote for uh, Will Sterling? Not really. I'm so busy. I can rarely post episodes of my own show but uh well you did hold it down for the black cast hey uh, you're we we brought the black cast to you it's true we called you for the black cast for last week's episode i I was scheduled for work and you know really threw a wrench in this whole thing hey look at least some of one of us has a good work ethic to jeff winstead's point Mm. oh you are working on a new scripted um episode right oh is it another doctor who and superman it is doctor who superman together okay awesome Yeah. yeah I mean, I pretty much offered to fillet him, and I've got no reply. Uh, yeah, I, I, I left that story in a way that I like wanted to continue it, and I got an idea, and I was like, "Oh, it's basically like a story you've seen or heard a couple of times, where it's like, what happens if someone else finds Superman's crash ship?" Oh, okay, 
But what happens if Daleks find Superman's crash ship? That's a pretty good... Wow, I didn't think you were going to tease it. That's a fascinating idea. I mean, that's how it opens. So that's it's how, not given anything. All right, so yeah. <laughs> you spoiled the first minute. So <laughs> it's actually only a one-minute script. Superman grows up and then murders all of Earth because, you know, exterminate. Exterminate. Uh, and me, you can find me at Christian DMZ. That's the Twitter. That's the Instagram. And, of course, the Blackcast is at Blackcast, B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T on Twitter. Like the Blackcast on Facebook and Blackcast.com. It's been a uh, fun whirlwind of a 2018 on the Blackcast. Don't worry. We'll be back in 2018. Nope, 2019. As soon as I said it, I'm like, wait, what year is it? We'll be back in 2000. Speaking of time travel. We'll we'll be back in 2002. uh, Or maybe we won't. No, we'll be back in 2019. So everybody have a happy new year and we will see you next time on the Blackcast. Ding. They tried to get rid of me, but from ocean to ocean, they gon' have to deal with me. I've been overlooked, slept on, stepped on, left for dead. Always against all eyes like Poxan. I'm the living great Gatsby. But these boys are watching quick and disappear like Banksy. From ocean to ocean, sea to sea, I'm something that you gotta see.